Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Her parents never took the young girl to church Never spoke of his name Never read her his word Two non-believers walking lost in this world Took their baby with them What a sad little girl Her daddy drank all day and mommy did drugs Never wanted to play or give kisses and hugs She'd watch the TV and sit there on Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV. Exxon, uh, let's see. Gosh, we're now in Asia on Satellite Aglia 4. But throughout the United States and Canada, Central America, South America, the Pacific Rim, and the Caribbean, on our family of X-Zone affiliate broadcasters, and um, we have three more to add to the list tonight. We have CHMZ FM in Tofino, British Columbia, CIMM FM in Usulet, British Columbia, and CFPV FM in Pemberton, British Columbia, all now members of the X-Zone broadcasting family. Toll-free number is one 877 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com and our website, xzoneradio.com. By the way, this uh, portion of the Exxon is being brought to you by the good people at Premier Psychics. And isn't it exciting and incredible how it feels when you finally connect with a psychic who authentically cares and one that really has talent? Well, our friends at Premier Psychics 
are exactly that. And that's what you'll find. Great talent, great people. And uh, if you're looking for the psychic realm and what lies ahead for you in your future and how knowledge can help you in your future, www.premierpsychics.com or call them toll-free at one 803 6593 online at www.premierpsychics.com or call them toll-free at one 803 6593 this is Domestic Violence Month, and uh, our special guest this hour is Aria McGarry. And uh, the question we're asking, uh, Aria, is why do women stay with abusive men? Now, nearly one-third of American women report being physically or sexually abused by a husband or boyfriend at some time in their lives. And this is according to the Family Violence Prevention Fund. Uh, they come from all walks of life and could be your daughter, sister, friend, or neighbor. So why would a woman stay with a man who is hurting her? Well, our guest this hour, Aria Magari, is a successful entrepreneur and author, believes that many women become stuck in a physically and verbally abusive relationship because they don't immediately recognize what's happening. And this is a quote, The first thing an abusive man does is separate his spouse from her friends and family and keeps her isolated. By the time you begin to understand that you're in an abusive relationship, He's cut out the legs of your support system. Now, uh, Aria, welcome to the X-Zone, and thank you very much for joining us uh, this uh, very special month, uh, Domestic Abuse Month here in the, uh, the United States and Canada. So thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Rob, for having me. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you just fine. Now tell me, oh, great. How, how do you define an abusive relationship? Well, there's many different um, definitions of an abusive relationship. There's all different kinds. Some is physical, some is uh, verbal and emotional, some can be spiritual, some can be financial, and um, most women, they don't even realize sometimes that the, the verbal abuse and the emotional and tearing down of a woman's self-esteem takes so much longer to get over than just, I always say, I've got one black eye. That heals in a couple of weeks, but the, the, the physical, the uh, verbal abuse is what took me so long to get over because the tearing down of the self-esteem was uh, takes a long time to build back up. Yeah. You and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Please stand by, and thank you very much for joining us tonight. Um, Aria's website is I Won't Survive, I'll Thrive.com, and this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And if you are seeking help because you're abused the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-SAFE that's 1-800-799-SAFE and Ari and I will be back on the other side of this two minute break talking about why do women stay with abusive men my name is Rob McConnell and this is the Exxon a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard and I hope with all my heart, that we're going to be able to help one woman tonight, or one man tonight. Touch one heart. That's what we want to do, is just touch one person. Touch the world, one person at a time. I'll be back in two minutes. Don't go away. Took their baby with Well, she seemed alright by dawn's early light, though she looked to pretend he wasn't drinking again but daddy left the proof on her cheek and I was only eight years old 
October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and if you need assistance because you are a victim or a survivor of domestic violence, the National Domestic Violence Hotline number is 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-SAFE. Our special guest is Oria McGarry. And uh, Oria was born in New York City in 1961. Her father was a multimillionaire and her mother was a model. Oria enjoyed an upscale lifestyle in Manhattan until her father was brutally murdered and uh, when she was 15 years old, forced to give up the elite private schools and her dreams of becoming an Olympic figure skater, she entered the workforce. Oria attended college and also studied for a year at the New York Academy of Theatrical Arts. She pursued extensive singing, dancing, and acting classes in New York City and Florida. She has appeared in many infomercials, movies, plays, and mystery dinner theater shows. She's also had great entrepreneurial success with a leading cosmetic company. And uh, Aria, thank you very much for joining us uh, tonight. And how is how is oh, it's my great pleasure. It's it's wonderful that you're. Um, you're, you're, you're sharing your experiences so that women and men who are survivors of domestic violence know that they're not alone and that there is help, and I, and I sincerely thank you for that. Well, I thank you, Rob, for, for bringing this to you know, worldwide attention. It's people like you that really help us make a difference and oh. help us support each other. Thank you, sweetie. Now tell me, how is verbal abuse different than, the, than a heated argument between partners? Well, that's probably one of my favorite questions to answer because there is such a difference between having a valid argument. When people can argue in a healthy way, everybody can have differences of opinion and not agree. That's all normal and great, and everybody's going to argue. There is a huge difference mm-hmm. in that and someone tearing down self-esteem, calling you names every day, calling you, cursing at you, telling you you're stupid, you're worthless, why are you what nobody else would ever want you i can't believe you know you did something so stupid you always it's such a difference than again having an argument when somebody is day by day minute by minute just tearing it down telling you how worthless you are telling you how stupid you are or telling you making you feel like nobody else would ever want you and that you start wondering you know if you're smart, you think, well, why is he with me or she with me if I'm so, you know, stupid or, right. or an, an idiot or all these curse words that they want to use on us? But when you're in it, you don't think rationally. You just want to please. You want to do better. You want to say, well, let me show you that I'm not an idiot. Oh, I can't believe I said that. You start thinking that everything is your fault. And that's not the way to have arguments when somebody's just constantly, again, tearing down your self-esteem little by little. And then that's how they get control. Is their objective to get control? That's a great question. In some instances, it might be. Other instances, I believe, that person may not even know what they're doing. They might have been raised that way, and that's the only way they know how to deal with a, you know, a loved one or a spouse. That's why I encourage people in my book to seek help, because some may be fixable, others are not. This is definitely a, everything has to be done on an individual basis. Some may know exactly what they're doing, and others may not. If someone is abusive at home, are they abusive at work? 
Not necessarily. Some people are night and day. There's people I've known, women that are married to, to a man that is Prince Charming at work. Everybody adores him and loves him, but at home it's a different person, and it's like they abuse the ones closest to them. And we've heard this with, you know, child abusers, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You think they're just a wonderful person next door, and then you find out what's happening inside, and that just breaks my heart. They live a double life. Yeah, exactly. And again, everything is on an individual basis. There is no one stereotype or one answer. So everybody has to be aware of all different signs. And people just need to, to I don't know, they need to stick together to help people have better self-esteem, to know we're all important. We all deserve to be treated well. None of us are perfect, mm-hmm. but kindness and, and love is such a different um, definition than, than screaming and yelling and cursing and, and tearing down. You know, love someone, argue with them, that's great, but there's that building up. Friends argue all the time. Best friends disagree all the sure. time. There's a difference in that and calling somebody, you know, uh, you know, that's this and this, that, and you're stupid and, you know, making you feel like worthless. Now, you say your ex-partner was abusive. How long did you stay with him, and, and why did you stay with him? Uh, well, I was uh, married with, to him for seven years, and it started in the dating phase. And I was young and naive, and I had uh, kept thinking in my, my rosy glasses type of positive attitude mm-hmm. that I was just born with, I kept thinking, it'll get better. We just met. So of course, he's irate and jealous, and, and that's all part of love, being jealous. I didn't realize there was a, uh, an abusive part of that. But I stayed with them basically because I kept thinking it would get better. He came from a good family. The more he got to know me, he would trust me more later on. Then I started thinking, if finances are a problem, and he's cursing and yelling at me for finances, that if I made more money, he'd be nicer to me. I kept thinking it would get better, and it just never did. But I had to, had to have a long walk through that before I realized this isn't getting any better. And... Seven years is about all I could take when things came to a to a head. But it was through my career that built me my self esteem, and I realized there's really good marriages out there, really good couples, and not everybody does this. I thought all men would probably do this; they're all the same. I didn't know any difference. So naive little fear of when you leave, where do you go? Yes. I, had, I had a daughter, one daughter, and you think, oh no, if I leave, he's not a bad father; he was just a bad husband. So should I leave? And being a Christian, I didn't want to just jump and leave and get a divorce. I wanted to fix things. I wanted to be better. I put it all on myself. If I'm better, he'll be nicer. So I had all the blame on me. And women do that. They think if I do something different, he'll be nicer. And it's, it's, I feel like that's a different person. I look back at my life when I was young and in that, and I just want to help. So many women know that there's times it's not your fault. You can't fix everything. And they're not, because he used to tell me, I scream at you and I yell at you because you make me mad. And boy, that irks me now when I hear that. (laughs) (laughs) They pass the buck. My fault. (laughs) Sure. It's it's raining outside. It's your fault. Exactly. Mm. (laughs) There's always a reason for the abusers. And I'm talking abusers, not just normal, you know, heated conversations. But those abusers try to make it like it's the other person's fault. And I wouldn't be this way. I wouldn't be beating you now if you didn't make me mad. Oh, gosh. And I, I hate that. I really, that just, again, breaks my heart. And I want women and men and, and children to know it's not your fault. Their actions are not your responsibility. Nobody should get so mad that they hit or abuse another person. 
How do how come uh, women may not immediately recognize the signs of an of an abusive partner? I, I'm t- you know like if a woman gets hit, or a, <laughs> or a or a woman hits a man, like isn't that yeah. a warning flag? <laughs> well, that's a great question because you know well one love is blind. I've seen women be in a relationship where the guy or the man, but I've just done a lot of women in it, um, are getting beaten and abused and and even worse than I was. And they're in it because love is blind, and they totally love and adore this person. They worship the ground they walk on, and they're just up on a pedestal, and they'll do anything they say. Mine was a little different, where I just had low self-esteem, and I kept thinking it was going to get better, because he was very good at saying he was sorry. And again, I looked at the bigger picture. He came from a good family, and I wanted it to work. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't. But I kept thinking, oh, yeah, it was my fault. I just made him mad. I believed that it was my fault, and I can fix this. So I stayed in it with that hopeful uh, wanting that, okay, I can fix this. I'll keep praying, and I'll keep better. I'll be a better Christian wife. I'll keep the house cleaner. I'll keep, it's kind of like sleeping with the enemy. I, I can make him happy. You know, and that doesn't, that doesn't work. All right, now, how does how does that factor into teenage dating violence? Well, teenagers mimic what they see. The unfortunate thing is that it is an epidemic now, and so many children are stuck in watching this go on in their house. That was one, oh, I want to say, aha moment for myself when my mother told me that my daughter will do what I do, not what I say. If I'm being abused and I'm being screamed at, she's seeing this, and I wasn't even aware. I thought I could teach her about love and Prince Charming and, and good relationships, mm-hmm. but I, it, those actions in my house are going to speak louder. So a lot of teens were brought up this way, and they're just doing what they have seen. They think that is love, so then they accept it. And in my book, I talk about that I believe we need some more education in the schools to Big teach time. the young children what is acceptable and not acceptable behavior of other human beings, because they may not be getting it at home. Mother or father may be stuck in something like this, and they're, they can't get out or haven't gotten out yet. We see children all the time coming from abusive situations, and they're watching, and they see, and kids are smart. And they're going to go on, and they're going to do what we do. And it tends to be a handed down, unfortunately, um, repeated um, way of life that we tend to keep doing what we've seen. You are a survivor. Uh, I understand that you're you're you lost your mom to cancer, and years later, uh, your brother was also treated for cancer. And a short time later, you were diagnosed with cancer. Yes, that's true. God love you. Well, you know what interesting part of abuse I would be dead right now if I was still married to my ex and not for the reasons you may be thinking there's another another avenue of abuse my ex-husband would have never let me go to as many doctors as it took to find my cancer because I was misdiagnosed for one year six different doctors told me nothing was wrong with me go home if it was anything serious I would already be dead don't worry about it if I was still married to my ex, after one or two doctors said that, he would have told me, stop whining, you're fine, get over it. And I would have never been allowed to go to a doctor again because he would have thought we just trying to spend our money. My husband that I'm married to now, thank God, was married to during that time in my life, never let me stop seeking doctors. He was determined to find out what was causing my pain in my chest and why I couldn't breathe. And him and his mother actually saved my life by not giving up until that one doctor said, you have cancer. We found it. And it was just in time. 
You and I have to take a break with the news at the bottom of the hour. Aurea, please stand by. Aurea McGarry's our special guest. If you'd like to give us a call and uh, share a story with us, or if you'd like to ask uh, Aurea a question, one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. That's toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. This is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and if you need help. Male or female, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is available to you at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-SAFE. I'll be back after the news. Don't go away. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Splenda, and you're listening to my dad, Rob McConnell, on the XM. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's... Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Number one paranormal radio show, The X Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. When you're down and troubled And you need a helping hand And nothing, oh, nothing is going your eyes and think of me and soon I will be there to brighten up even your darkest night you just call up my name and you know Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. Aurea 
McGarry's our special guest, and uh, she's the author of I Won't Survive, I'll Thrive, and her website is www.iwontsurviveillthrive.com. You can always go to her other website at www.oreamcgarry.com. If you'd like to give us a call, one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our website, xzoneradio.com. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And if you are a victim or survivor of domestic violence and you need help, here are two numbers for you. The first one is the National Domestic Violence Hotline, and it's 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-SAFE. And then the second one is 911. Aurea, thanks very much for joining us tonight and for sharing your story. Um, how how can we help girls avoid abusive relationships and and really to uh, to be fair I know there are men and boys who are abused as well what can we do to help Well I have to tell you you are doing it because national awareness is the best thing we can do I mean when you think about it think about seatbelts 20 years ago mm-hmm. they were in the car maybe for decoration but because of the national awareness and the laws and the publicity and the commercials of Click It or Ticket and all the news media on how dangerous it is to drive in a car without a seatbelt and how many people are killed every year without a seatbelt on. Now it has become second nature. You get in your car and you put on your seatbelt. But it's taken years of national awareness to get us all realizing that from now our kids and our grandkids now get in the car, they get in their car mm-hmm. seat. Now there's booster seats until they're, you know, bigger age. Now we don't put our kids in the front seat until they're 12 or older. This is all because people like you, Rob, that have made national awareness of the the problem and the danger. If we can do this now with domestic violence and get it out there, it's going to become more known to our teenagers, more known to our children. They'll start knowing the signs, knowing that it's wrong, knowing that there's help out there. If more people like myself that have been through it will write books and magazine articles and get on shows like yours and let the kids and the teenagers know there's hope. This isn't right. This isn't right treatment of girls or boys. You shouldn't let, allow yourself to be treated inhumanely. We take so much pride in helping our wonderful animals at the Humane Society treat our animals with kindness and not treat them inhumanely. So it'll be national awareness to help them realize, I know there's help. I heard about that on the radio the other night. There's other people going through this. Yes. There was another girl that, or another boy that was beat up the other night, and they talked about this on the radio. So you are, are doing such a great job by allowing us to be on this show all month long and letting people know that there's help, there's people out there who want to support them, and that domestic violence is wrong. Everybody has to do what they can. It's a, it's a exactly. matter it's a matter of like you said, letting those who are in need know that there is help. That's the biggest secret to it all. That's right. It's been hidden for so long. It's, we didn't used to talk about it. It's a lot of things we didn't used to talk about, and these now these subject matters are coming up. And it's so great to have people say, "Wow, she's been through it. Maybe I can talk to her, or maybe I can call the domestic hotline. I didn't know there was one." If one person tonight finds out there is a domestic hotline, praise God. That's great. Exactly. That's what we try to do each and every night is touch and help one person. That's it. 
that you're doing it. Thanks, dear. How would you go about educating elementary-aged children about healthy relationships? And last night when I was speaking to uh, Dr. Naomi Robertson, I asked her the same question. And in my books, educating children is where the seed of every, every, um, every solution lies. It does. It lies with the, with the young. They're our future. That's and they're right. the ones that are going to, you know, shape the next generation and grow up to make a difference and do things different. And I used to be an educator. I used to be a teacher. And I don't have the, the actual curriculum, but I believe we need to get start sprinkling the seed in as early as kindergarten because if those children are at home in an abusive situation, at least through education in school, they could learn something, you know, that hitting you is wrong. They learn things like that in school because they're in school so much of their day. Mm-hmm. There is hope. And I would, I just want to get the awareness out for the educators that are out there and that this is their, their um, expertise to develop a curriculum that we could start as young as kindergarten or preschool to counteract if it's happening at home and not just wait till they grow up and they just do what mommy or daddy did. You know, because it's so hard that these parents can get stuck in it because I was stuck in it. And that's why I like to come out and talk about it, because it's really hard for somebody that hasn't been in it to talk to somebody that's going through it. But if you've been in it, I've been stuck. I know it's hard to explain. Why do you stay in it? Why are you letting yourself go through it? And it is hard to explain. But if we could start those kids knowing that this isn't isn't good behavior, you don't have to, you know, go up and and be in the situation. This isn't love. I just just pray for the the educators to get together and start making this a major um, talk issue. Well, you know they've done they've done it with drug uh, drug programs. They've done it yeah. with uh, with uh, with uh, other programs. So why shouldn't they do it with abuse? Absolutely, it's you know three women a day die at the hands of an abusive husband or boyfriend, and three million a year are abused. I say we need to do something. It's an epide- epidemic proportions, and and yeah. the numbers are going up, not down. I know, it's just horrible. It's just it's becoming worse and worse and worse. We can't scoot it under the rug and like me when I was in it thinking, Oh, it'll just get better We've got to know that it's not unless we all pull together. And it I want to give women and men a hope to come out, talk about it, um, befriend somebody. If you know your friend is maybe going through it to, to befriend them, let them know there's help and that nobody should treat you like worse than a dog. Yeah. I mean, we do treat animals better than some some of us have let ourselves be treated by other human beings. When it comes to uh, the educational uh, field, do you think that teachers and principals and um, and other members of the scholastic team are doing what enough when it comes to uh, you know watching the children, seeing if a child has any signs of abuse at home, and taking the appropriate actions? Well, I haven't been in the educational system for a long time, but when I was, it was, I want to say, oh, maybe 15, 20 years ago, and we then were very aware. We had to take classes, early child development classes. We had to know the signs. If there was a handprint on a child and it was there when they went to school, we had to report it. So I'm sure it's gotten better since, so that's a good thing. But we still need to help the parents, the moms that are in it, that nobody's reporting their bruises or the, the husband, the boy that's in it, nobody's reporting that. You know, it's easy to see it on a child because, yeah, teachers are usually pretty aware, yeah. hospitals are usually pretty aware. You see an abused child, pretty much I think we've gotten better at reporting that and, and protecting our children. Now we need to protect the husband or the wife or the girlfriend or the boyfriend. What finally helped you 
leave your ex-husband? Well, I ended up thinking that if I made more money, he would be nicer to me. So I got into a business, got into a home-based cosmetic business, and through the recognition and the, the motivation from some wonderful positive people in my life and the new business and a career that my mom helped me get into, my self-esteem started going up because I started enjoying life, making money. I want I wanted the use of a, a company car, put my daughter in private school. Now it's having a little bit extra cash and starting to see other healthy relationships and marriages through these wonderful people to the point where two years of this wonderful career building my self-esteem, one day when he came home and said the window seals weren't done and I had cleaned the house all day, I finally had enough self-esteem, money in the bank, and a free company car in my driveway to say, get out. He wouldn't leave, so I jumped in my company car and I had used it as a getaway car. But it took that, took two years of other people building up my self-esteem from being in a career to help me. So I thoroughly believe that people need to be around other supportive people, see healthy relationships going on, get back out there, because I was isolated for so long, I just couldn't see that there was another life. And I couldn't see that I had value because I was so just in, backed up in this corner for so long. How did the ripple effect of what you and your daughter were going through affect your mom? Well, she did well, like most abuse, you know, I want to say women, most abuse people, you're not telling people, oh, by the way, you know, I got beat up last night, or by the way, you know, my husband screams at me. Um, so when she found out, she was so irate. And now I know how she feels being a mother of a daughter. You just would protect your, your little your little, you know, cub more than anything. Mm -hmm. She was so upset and so determined to help me get out. That gave me the strength. I was scared. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I wanted to get out or keep hoping it was going to get better. It was not an easy decision. But her help, when she said, Araya, your daughter will do what you're doing, and who knows when it might trickle down to there, she's going to catch what she what is caught. And how she helped build my self-esteem at that point, too, and helped me support me as I took the first steps to get out. And it wasn't easy. I just tell women or men, feel the fear and do it anyway because it's so much better on the other side when you realize you deserve to be treated with kindness and goodness and like a human being and not like, you know, an object or yeah. I want to say animal, but again, we treat animals better most, most of the time. Aria, fear and self-esteem are, are so intertwined in an abusive relationship. How do you overcome the fear of starting over when your self-esteem is, is totally devastated, battered, you know, taken away from you. You know, sometimes it takes an aha moment. Sometimes we have to get to a point, like I got to my breaking point, and everybody has a different breaking point. Mine came that day. He mm -hmm. came in screaming, and I just had had enough. It was an aha moment. I, I encourage people to hear these radio shows, and, and the more we get this out nationally, the more they might see a sign you know, domestic violence hotline up on a billboard and, and just take notes. Because we have to see and hear things 15 and 20 times before we realize, oh, there's help out there. You might be on the floor bleeding from a black eye and realize, I saw a sign the other day. Maybe I can call them now. But everybody has to get to a breaking point when they realize enough is enough. Do you think law... Enough is enough. Do you think law enforcement does enough? Well, they do if we left them. The point is, we don't left them. I mean, how many of us actually call? I didn't call to report the black eye. I got beaten in my face seven times my for Lord. asking for a little money to get my hair done. But once it happened, 
my ex-husband was very apologetic, and, you know, I wasn't going to report him. You know, he was sorry, didn't mean it. So when the police are involved, I think they do a, a good job. From my experience, I think the police are great, but we don't allow them. We don't report it enough. Sometimes they don't get the report until somebody's dead, and that's what I want to help avoid. I want women and men to know there is hope out there and help. Don't wait. And also for our friends and neighbors and parents, don't wait till your sister, mother, daughter, or someone is dead before you start ringing the bell saying, I think there's something wrong with that person's relationship. I don't think those bruises are just from, you know, being clumsy. I think there's something wrong. You I re- need to be much more aware as friends and family as well. I remember talking to someone last year who, um, whose daughter was in an abusive relationship and they actually called the police because the employer called the mom and dad up and said hey listen there's something wrong with uh, the young girl that's working with us uh, she's coming to work with bruises all over her and she's saying that it's happening at bruise at work and it's not the mom and dad called the police and do you know what the police said no. unless the person comes to them on their own, there's nothing they could do. Oh my gosh, that's wrong. You know, when it used to be 20 years ago, when I was trying to get a restraining order, they mm-hmm. had to hurt you first. Yep. And that got better. I think they need to change that policy because I just applaud that employer for, for trying to make a difference and so trying to help. Yep. We can't wait for the abusive abuser, the one that's getting abused, to, to ring the bell they're the ones that are either in denial or they don't want to, you know, get him mad or get her mad. So we have to change that. We have to be able to ring the bell for somebody, at least to get somebody to investigate. We would if it was a child being hurt. Yes. We would be calling HRS. I don't think this child or these animals, we would do it to the Humane Society. If we see animals being abused, we don't wait for the animal to call, you know, or to make ring the bell. So that needs to change because that really, that really, you know, gets me going. And that, that's a There's, true story, by the way. Was that recently or was that a long time Last ago? year. Oh, my gosh. Last Wait, year. I need to get on the bandwagon for that. So you just give me another little platform. To start there you on. go. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the lumber, and between the two of us, we'll build the platform and get on top and scream our heads off. How's that yes, sound? Yes. That really, that really breaks my heart because I was the victim, and it was years before I called, and so many women and men are in even more dangerous situations, and they don't ring the bell. And sometimes mm. it never gets rung until you see them on the news that they were killed, and that is just too late. Aurea, please stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Aurea McGarry is our special guest. Her website is lis, uh, I won't survive, I'll thrive.com. That's I won't survive, I'll thrive.com, and that's the name of her new book. Aurea and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.
never touched at all He was in his paper I was in my room How was I to know And welcome back, everyone. Uh, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And if you are a survivor or victim of domestic violence, you don't have to take it. There are people who want to help you. There are places to go. You're not to blame. It's not your fault. You're a victim who's going to be a survivor. The National Domestic Violence Hotline toll-free number is 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-SAFE. And there's always help at 911. Aurea McGarry is our special guest. First of all, Aurea, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight and uh, for sharing your story. And, and I, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that you and I have uh, touched someone tonight and someone will make that first step into getting the help that they need. Well, I'm glad. Well, thank you again so much for having me and all the others this month. You're just doing such a great job in spreading the word. And my hat is off to you, and I applaud you for having us on. Thank you again. It's my pleasure. That's what we're here for. I have to ask you a final question, uh, Aurea. Sure. What should mothers teach their daughters about boys and dating? Well, I have to say that from experience. My my passion is to help mothers teach their daughters and children and sons by example, by showing them what a healthy relationship is, by having one in the house, and if they're not in one, to, to fix whatever they need to fix so that the children, the boys, and the girls can see and experience healthy relationships and not have to be in the abuse because if they're, they're watching it they're not listening to what we're saying you know I, I, I don't think that parents who are involved in a domestic uh, abusive situation realize how it affects their children and if they did know how it affects their children I believe that they'd act a lot faster we would I didn't realize my daughter was so smart at two three and four years old I thought that, well, he's only abusing me. He's nice to her. He was never a problem with her. And so I just thought, well, this is just between me and him. But I'll tell you, little toddlers, they are smart. They see everything, and they mimic everything we do. Aurea, once again, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Give our listeners your website. Oh, thank you. I won't survive. I'll thrive.com or areamcgarry.com. Aurea, take care. Continued success. And if there's anything we can do for you here in the Exome, please get a hold of me at your earliest convenience. Thank you, Rob. I certainly will. God bless you, and thank you so much for having me. It's my great pleasure. Good night now. Oh, what a young lady. Aurea McGarry, I won't survive, I'll thrive.com. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour, we're going to be switching gears. We're going to be having a wizard on the show, Oberon. Zell Ravenheart is my guest. We're going to be talking about wizards, magic, and much more. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. Our toll-free number is 1-877-528-8255. And my email address is exxon at talkstarradio.com. 
I'll be back on the other side of the news. Don't go away. Live just down the hall. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know. The average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know. Your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know. A falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.